my friends, we have been talking a lot lately about wisdom, about how to become a wise woman who is building up her home. We are here at the conclusion of our series, diving deep into Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1, uh, which tells us that a wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it apart with her own hands. And today we're just going to take a little bit of time to sit together and reflect on all the different areas that we have looked at over the course of this series, what um, those kind of bullet points are, that summary version, the ultimate guide to being a wise woman and building up your home, and at the same time, avoiding becoming the foolish woman and tearing it apart with your own hands. We have not looked at any magic wands that suddenly make everything easier. We have not looked at um, you know, like secret formulas that just the only few people are going to figure out. I mean, we have looked basically at how to seek the Lord and let him lead us in our family life, in our relationships as we build up our home. So I'm really looking forward to um, just reflecting with you for a few minutes today, offering some encouragement and some practical takeaways for all of us, because this is a never ending journey. If you have got everything together, your ducks are in a row, your home life is organized and beautiful and wonderful. I mean, that is amazing and praise God. And I think we all know it won't last forever because the seasons will change. The days go by, people grow and struggle and learn and, you know, things are always changing. And so whether you feel like a rock star at it today or you're questioning, are you doing maybe some foolish things that might be tearing things apart, wherever you are at on that journey, we're going to pause for a moment together to reflect, to be intentional and to figure out what's the next step how to move forward from here, closer and closer to that end goal of enjoying every moment of Christian family life. So my friend, if you're ready, sit down with me, grab that cup of tea or coffee, let's sit down on the couch, let's take a deep breath, and let's take a look together at how to be a wise woman building up her home. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Well, I can tell you right now, as we dive into our conversation today, that I am not someone who has this all figured out. I hope that you know that if you have listened to the podcast for a while, I try to be real and honest about both the beautiful, wonderful, successful things that are going on in my personal home life, but also the struggles and the kind of reality checks that we all need as Christian moms. And in our conversation today, um, I'm excited to take a look back with you and reflect 
on these nine different areas we have already talked about. We're not going to obviously go into the depth that we did. We've done a full episode plus a Friday Faith follow-up follow-up episode um, about each of these areas. And so we're not going to do the deep dive today. We're going to do the overview, the bird's eye view, the, the time for reflection and intentionality. And I need this. I don't know about you, um, but I always find it really helpful to dive deep, but then also really helpful to reflect on that before I move forward. Um, Sometimes you can get lost in the weeds and you need to zoom out and look at the whole forest and not just the individual trees that you've been studying along the way. And I will say, as we jump in today, uh, I've been excited for this reflection conversation. The ultimate guide um, is what I'm thinking of it as for how to be a wise woman building up her home. And I was planning to record this episode today. I I do like to record them a few days in advance because you never know what craziness might happen. But here I am sitting in a house that is ridiculously messy. The kids have been cranky all morning, I think because we've been traveling and, you know, they don't sleep as well. And there's just so much going on. And there's a mountain of laundry looking at me that I need to finish folding. And uh, one of my kiddos is so tired that she um, was trying to fall asleep at lunch and then she threw up and then that made the baby cry. And then that made her sister cry, I think because she wasn't getting as much attention as she wanted. And then my son is throwing a fit. Where's daddy? Well, he's at work. My friend, it has been one of those days and we're only halfway through the day. (laughs) And so I did think like, I'm going to hold off on recording and just clean up and take some time in the quiet. And then I sat down to actually eat my lunch and realized, no, I can I can have a good conversation surrounded by the mess because I think it will help me in this exact moment of time, this crazy day, to pause, to reflect, to seek the wisdom of the Lord and not just go about doing the daily tasks of motherhood and managing the home and getting things done, That will happen when we are done with this conversation, but I don't want to just rush through the things that need to get done and miss the opportunities like this moment right now to be purposeful about what things I choose to get done and how I get them done and how they fit into the bigger picture of my family life and home life. And so we're going to have this conversation today and Uh, Thankfully for you, it's a podcast and not a video. And so you don't have to look at the mountain of laundry, or at least I should say, you don't have to look at my mountain of laundry and my dirty dishes. But let's be honest, you might have your own that you can be looking at instead. That is part of real life. (laughs) So we're going to dive into a summary of these nine areas of what wisdom looks like for women who are building up their home life, their family life, investing in their family relationships. And I will, of course, remind you that um, with my disclaimer that I'm a therapist, but this podcast is not therapy. And I will also remind you that there are a ton of great resources at loveyourpeoplewell.com. Um, I'm not going to mention a ton of them. I've, I've hit various ones over the course of this series as they have been relevant to the different topics. And I don't want to, 
I guess I just don't want to try to think about all of that right now because there's a lot of good resources there and you can look at them in whatever way is helpful. We've got some good freebies. We've got some um, wonderful devotionals. And then we've got just some simple little practical printables in the Etsy shop. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. So just head to loveyourpeoplewell.com and you'll find everything you're looking for, um, as well as a whole backlog of blog posts and, you know, copies of earlier episodes. I am going to create a homepage, um, just to kind of link to all of these different conversations we've had. So you can find that, of course, at loveyourpeoplewell.com as well. If you want to circle back and maybe go deeper again into one of the topics that we're going to reflect on today. So all of that is at the website. Right now, we are just going to have a moment of reflection together, a, a chat between friends about what it looks like to be a wise woman. And as we've talked through this series, I've realized, um, I actually did not realize this at the beginning as I was mapping things out, but looking back at it, there really have been three areas of what it looks like to be a wise woman building up our home, three different areas that we've looked at um, for a total of nine um, qualities, I guess, character traits <laughs> or um, habits and you know the various things that we have looked at, but they all fit into these three areas. So we have looked at the internal characteristics of a wise woman building up our home. Who are we? Kind of that that deeper character level, um, not quite personality traits, but really that uh, those internal characteristics of a wise woman. And then we have looked at interactions with our family which of course plays a big role in building up our home or tearing down our home. And then from there, we closed out these last few weeks looking at individual actions that we can each be taking as women, that that I can be taking as my husband's wife, my children's mother. Um, this This is my personal life. And you can be taking the same action steps with your family, with your people in your personal life. And I think that was helpful for me to just realize that some of these things we're talking through, they're not like random, isolated pieces of life, but they actually do fit together in a very natural and helpful way. The internal characteristics that we each need, the interactions that we try to have with our family, and then the individual things that we can do regardless of what's going on for anyone else in our family. Now, if you do want to go back and listen to individual episodes again, um, this whole series started at episode 114. That was our intro episode. And now here we are today. This is episode 124, concluding it all, um, pulling it together as that ultimate guide. And like I said, there will be a page on the website, probably something like hmm, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash Proverbs dash 14 dash one, something like that. (laughs) Uh, When I get it ready, I will update the description there to include the hyperlink. So but of course, this blog post will be there as well. Um, You know, if you're listening to this in the future, that's what I'm leaning toward. But sometimes those things change, but that page will be there. um, And I will make sure to come back and link to it in the description here. So that's kind of where we're at with this series. 
So let's pause and, and really look at each of these three areas. So we started with a look at the internal characteristics of a wise woman who is building her home. We looked at three elements here that we each need to have. And, and not to say that this is by happening by willpower, um, that, you know, I'm just deciding I'm going to do this and I'm gritting my teeth and moving forward. These are all going to be things where the Holy Spirit is growing us and building us and shaping us. And through us is building our home, shaping our family life. The first thing we talked about is that a wise woman asks helpful questions in order to be intentional about how she builds up her home. That was episode 115, four helpful questions. And I believe in the Friday faith follow-up that week, we looked at four scriptures um, that really help us to be intentional because it's a great idea to build up your home. But if you don't really know what are you aiming toward? What do you want your home to look like and feel like and be like? Then it's it's really going to be a shot in the dark if you get there or not. And it's hard to be wise if you're not being intentional. And it's hard to be intentional without a goal in mind or a vision in mind. Where are we going? And this was where um, we had some journaling questions. Again, that's on the freebies page that you can grab. Um, But I think this is a really helpful ongoing piece of being a wise woman and continuing over time as the seasons change, um, as people grow and they need new things and they have new skills, they have new struggles. We need to continually ask ourselves, why does this matter? What should my home life be looking like? What do I want our conversations to sound like? We need to continually be evaluating that so that we can stay intentional. And this is definitely a spot where the foolish woman who's not really evaluating things, not really thinking all that closely about what you want the home to look like, what you desire for your family. If you're not really paying attention to that, you're just kind of going with the flow. Hey, we found a little routine that works for us. We're going to do it when the kids are four. We're going to keep it going when they're 14. And, you know, we're not going to bother really trying to change things or be intentional. Now that might happen because you're overwhelmed. That might happen because um, you're just struggling to like feel like you're breathing every day. Um, Or honestly, it might happen because we're lazy or we're comfortable. And those are all ways that a foolish woman is going to unintentionally, I think, tear down her home. So one of those internal characteristics is to continually be asking helpful questions so that you can be intentional about how you are building up your home. What are you trying to build? What are you aiming toward? And then the second piece we talked about is that a wise woman holds on to a right perspective and a godly mindset. So that was episode 116. Um, Oh my gosh, so powerful to to have that right perspective about family life because it is not easy. It is not rainbows and butterflies and family portraits and smiling children all day long every day. Those moments happen, hopefully. We want to have those moments more and more and more. But the reality of our day-to-day life is that it's hard. We have to go to work, we have to pay the bills. We have to 
kiss the boo-boos and make the dinners and deal with the complaints about the dinner because they wanted this macaroni and cheese five minutes ago, but now they don't. I mean, that's just real life. And sure, we can discipline that and we can create family rhythms and routines and we can have um, family traditions and we can have structure and rules and all sorts of things. But at the end of the day, if we need that right perspective, we need to hold firmly to that godly truth, that gospel truth, that all of this matters, the work, the effort, the love, the care that you are pouring into your marriage and into your children and into your home has huge eternal value. And on those days where it feels like nothing is going right, I mean, I already told you about my crazy morning when your kid is is throwing up the banana that she just ate and your other kids are screaming and crying. And, you know, those are not the moments where you need to just be going with the flow or listening to the messages of the world that say, hey, uh, you're not all that happy in this moment. Maybe you should leave. Um, these people are making life difficult for you. Maybe you should, you know, who knows? I don't even want to think about some of the worldly messages out there about family life. I needed this morning a godly mindset to know uh, we're going to throw away this blanket that she just threw up on because it sat here for 20 minutes and it's disgusting, of course, and we have plenty of blankets and it was much more important to focus on my kids, calm everyone down, clean the people up before I clean the stuff up. I mean, my perspective in that moment, I'm certainly not going to say that it was perfect. And I do think I probably raised my voice a little bit, if only because it was so loud with everyone crying together. But those are the moments of real life, of real family life. And we have to be able to hold on to a right perspective, keep that godly mindset, keep our eyes on the prize. And the prize is not ease and comfort. The prize is not beautiful family pictures that you can post on Instagram. The prize is honoring the Lord with the work we are doing and maintaining a marriage, maintaining um, a home life and raising children who honor him and know him and love him. Those are the things we have to hold on to on the crazy, hectic, difficult days. And that was episode 116, where we did a deeper dive into that topic. And finally, the third internal characteristic that we looked at, this was episode 117, is that a wise woman maintains a positive attitude, even on those really difficult, messy days. And I know we talked through a little bit of how, of course, that um, flows from that godly mindset that we're holding on to. But really, like, I mean, the mom is often the glue deciding is my family going to have a positive day or a negative day? Am I going to infuse our home with a positive attitude? Or am I just going to kind of grumble and get things done? And maybe I successfully bite my tongue and I don't yell and I don't criticize, but I'm also just, I'm not very joyful and I'm just kind of doing what's got to be done and keep my head down and keep my mouth shut and just try to survive. That might avoid a fight but that is definitely not building up the home life that you want. And it's so easy to let ourselves get sucked into negative thinking and that negative attitude. 
definitely go back and listen to that episode or read it on the blog if um, if that's something that you might struggle with from time to time. I know that I do. Um, but that is one of those internal characteristics that we need. We have to figure out tips and tricks along the way to hold on to that positive attitude when we are tempted to give into a negative attitude. A lot of that starts in our thought life, what we're thinking about, what we're focusing on, because the days are messy and busy and crazy, and it's it's far too easy to give up um, that attitude, to let ourselves go with the flow of, this is difficult, this is hard, maybe I don't want to be doing this right now. That's how a foolish woman would react, because it might feel good in the moment. It might be easier in the moment, but it will also tear down your home, even if it's just one little brick at that moment, and it's maybe not a pattern forever. Every time it happens, every time that negative attitude takes hold and you're influencing your home life with that negativity, that's chipping away at the home life and the family life that you want. Now, the second area we looked at, how does a wise woman build up her home? We looked at four different ways that we want to be interacting with our families. We looked at um, the reality that a wise woman will apologize, forgive others, and help them to do the same. So that was episode 118, um, a really helpful look at the importance of our own humility, our own willingness to admit when we're wrong, come back to our husband and our kids, but especially come back to ourselves, come back to the Lord and confess and apologize to seek forgiveness and not allow any roots of bitterness to take hold in our homes. That is not easy stuff, but it is so important that our family interactions include apologies and include um, working toward, it's not easy, it's not a one time and done kind of thing, but working toward forgiveness when there are small hurts and big hurts in your family life. We also looked at um, our interactions of having fun with our family. That was episode 119, getting that quality time with our people, having fun together, smiling together. This is so important. And I know for us, I mean, my kids are little, they're all four kids under four, like they are not involved in a lot of extracurriculars right now. We have a lot of time that we are at home together, kind of going through the rhythm of the day. We have, we're, we're a pretty routine oriented family. You probably have to be when you have triplets just to survive. Um, but that quantity time does not necessarily mean it is always quality time. And it definitely does not always mean that I am intentional about pursuing opportunities to have fun together. Because there are plenty of days where I'm distracted by that pile of laundry and focused on these messy dishes and just trying to get everyone fed and clothed and bathed. I mean, that's a full day right there, but it's not necessarily a fun day. And so I know for me, this is a this is an interactional piece of being a wise woman that I have to be purposeful about, planning in that fun, making the decision in the moment to invest in a quality moment, a 
quality conversation or reading the book or playing the game or staying up 20 minutes late to have the conversation, finding that balance where things are going to get done, but also we're going to enjoy our days. We're going to enjoy our time together. My kids are four under four and that's going to last for a few more months. And then after that, never again, I will not get this season back. I hope that we enjoy it when they are four years old and I hope we enjoy it when they're five and when they're six and when time goes on, but we can't rewind time. We can't get back these precious moments of family time and we want to enjoy it. And sometimes that means setting down the to-do list and having fun, avoiding the, the task stuff that we have to do and having quality time instead. The third interaction piece we looked at is that a wise woman speaks words of encouragement to her family. That was episode 120. And really just the power of our words. I mean, there's, well, there's obviously a lot to say on that. We had a whole episode, a whole conversation about it. (laughs) Um, But I know for me, being intentional about my words and certainly being willing to go back and apologize when I don't use my words as well as I should. That's so important. It has such an impact um, on the atmosphere of our home, but also on, especially my children, on who I'm raising them to be, how they're going to think about themselves as they get bigger and older and start understanding themselves as a separate individual with their own identity. You know, the teenage years are famous for all of the struggle and the questions. And I want my words of encouragement to be so rooted in their hearts and in their minds that it can help them on those days when they're questioning, they're struggling, they're doubting. Obviously at that moment, I hope I will be speaking words of encouragement, but I know that the seeds I am planting of that today are going to bear such beautiful and good fruit. And it's so easy to use our words in, uh, in unhelpful ways, in unencouraging ways to simply focus on telling people things they need to do, reminding or nagging people to do the things they need to do, pointing out the things that need to change. We might need to say those things from time to time, but a foolish woman is going to stay there, is going to focus there, is going to use her words without really thinking about them. And that will tear down her home. And then the fourth interaction piece that we looked at is that a wise woman will figure out ways to protect herself from distractions so that she can give focused, positive attention to her family. And we looked at, um, I'm forgetting now, I think it was five (laughs) things that steal our attention in a normal day, like everyday things. Um, And then five ways that we can steal it back, (laughs) that we can rescue our attention so that we're not giving it to our phone and we're not giving it to our calendar, but we're giving it to our husband, our daughters, our sons, our children, a wise woman gives that positive attention to her family because a wise woman realizes how powerful that is, how incredibly important it is. It's not enough to tell your people that you love them. 
It's not enough to do things for them to, to make sure they have clean clothes and healthy meals and that you have fun photos and you have great family vacations. Those are not enough. Our people notice those small moments of the day when we put down the thing we're doing so that we can look at them, so that we can talk to them, so we can listen to them. There is nothing that will make them feel more important and more valued than your focused, positive attention. This was one, gosh, this was one that really hit me as a counselor when I think about sitting down in the counseling room with someone coming in who is struggling. And I mean, there's plenty of research out there about counseling and, you know, what really works and how do you find success? Plenty of research to back this up that the number one thing people want is they want to sit down in a room with you and to know and feel like this person heard me. They get it. They might not agree with everything I'm saying. Obviously, you're in counseling because you want something to change, but they're connecting with me. They're giving me attention. They're listening. They're caring. They're trying to understand. And yeah, that needs to happen in the counseling room for us to be successful and work toward those goals. But that absolutely has to be happening in our homes with our families if we're going to build up a happy and healthy and holy home life. If that is missing, you can do everything else and you can check all the boxes and it's probably just not quite going to click because your people need your eyeballs. They need your ears. They need your focused, positive attention. So if you're struggling with that, that was episode 121 to go a little bit deeper into that topic. And then we had two final pieces here um, that I would call individual actions that a wise woman will be doing to build up her home. And one of those was problem solving, right? Like whatever's going on for the other people in your family, hopefully they are also apologizing and you're having fun together and, you know, their, their words are flowing from the atmosphere you're creating with your words. And hopefully they will engage in problem solving with you. But a wise woman is going to notice when things are off track. She's going to figure out why. She's going to figure out what to do about it. Problem solve that situation and do something different. And this was where, um, this was episode 121 that um, actually we launched with that, a free ebook. So if you didn't grab that yet, that's the Building Your Mom Toolbox ebook. Um, How to get your family out of the rut and reconnect. And that was kind of a re- rebranding, not just branding, I guess, but it used to be a five-day email course with some of those same tools. And I kind of repackaged it, beefed it up a little, made it way more awesome. <laughs> and now it's an ebook. Um, and I really, I kind of pulled all of that together as I was thinking through the importance of problem solving. And I think this one connects back really nicely with the very first thing we talked about, asking helpful questions in order to be intentional about how we build up our home. But part of asking those questions is that you're going to be problem solving. You're going to be noticing, oh, wait a minute, we're not quite on track here. We're not having fun together or I'm really struggling every day with my attitude. Noticing when something is not where you want it to be and then problem solving that. Hopefully we get help in that from our husband, our kids, our friends, our pastor, our counselor, you know, whoever it might be. But at the end of the day, 
it comes down to us. Am I noticing what's going on and am I willing to put in the effort to try to problem solve that to get us back on track? And of course, you doing the same in your home. And I think a foolish woman here, she's not going to put in that effort. She might not even notice things are off track. That is obviously the first step of problem solving is identifying, oh, wait a minute, we have a problem. But once you identify it, there are plenty of things that can get in the way of actually solving it, actually doing something about it. And I think a foolish woman, if she even notices there is a problem, is not going to be able to figure out what do I do about it or is not going to have the courage or the perseverance or invest the time or energy or something is going to get in the way of doing anything about it. And so by default, you're just going to kind of watch things crumble around you because you're not taking that initiative and solving the problem. And then the final piece we talked about, an individual action, which is absolutely critical in being a wise woman and building up your home. Episode 123, just last week, we talked about how a wise woman prays. We need to pray for our marriage, pray for our children, pray for our husband, pray for our family, like the overall dynamics, pray for our home. Oh my goodness. And we talked through in episode 123, um, I think it was 10 different moments in your normal life. Most of it being like every day you're going to have an opportunity or at least every week, 10 different points of of life, uh, normal family experiences where you can pray, where you can add in some elements of prayer. Don't let it fall by the wayside. Don't let yourself get so busy and so distracted and so focused on what am I doing? What are we doing? How are we making this happen? Don't let that steal your attention from the one who can really make the change happen. If you want to build a godly home, a loving home, a happy home, you need wisdom. And the only way to get wisdom is to ask for it from God. Pray for your people, pray for your family. That was the final area that we talked about. And I I think even as we kind of recap all of these, summarize it, bring it all together, It's probably pretty obvious, I know it's obvious to me, that these nine things are not easy. It is not easy to have a positive attitude when all your kids are screaming and everything is a mess and somebody just broke something and somebody else just lied to you and like, those are not easy moments to have a positive attitude. And when you realize that you totally messed something up, it is not easy to go back and apologize. It is not easy to problem solve big problems in our family life. It is not easy to speak intentionally and be encouraging when we're tired and we're burnt out and we're emotionally spent and maybe we're a little annoyed at the person who needs the encouragement because they've been making bad decisions. There are so many things that can quickly and easily interrupt these nine things that we've talked about. But while these things are not easy, I hope that you would agree with me that this is the type of home you want to live in. I want to live in a home that is filled with positive attitude and fun and positive attention and prayer. I want to live in a home where we are intentional, where we 
are purposeful about our time together, where we are purposeful about our interactions. I want to live in that home. I want my kids to grow up in that home. I want my husband to enjoy that home. And I can do a lot. I can't do everything. I can't control everything, but I can do a lot to make that happen. I can be intentional. I can cover things in prayer. I can seek to be a wise woman and build up my home. And I hope, friend, that you will do that for your family, for your home. And so I just want to close us out with um, three next steps that I would recommend. And then I'll just uh, share for just a couple minutes of kind of what to expect for the summer. Um, So as far as what's next... The number one thing I would say is to practice. Like we talked about nine uh, difficult things, let's be honest, not easy things to do. And you might want to work backwards. Like prayer was the last thing we talked about, but you might want to start there to pray and ask the Lord to show you, you know, what's off track? Where do I need to focus in? Where should I give some intentional energy and Bible study and prayer? Um, Where should I work on one of these nine things? But these things take practice, they take intentionality, and they take trust in the Lord that he will bring the spiritual growth or the maturity or the change or whatever it is to help us grow more and more and more into these wise women. So that's our first thing. Our next step is to practice, to pick one, to focus in, to figure things out, to pray and study and really go deep into not every area, you're going to get a lot more bang for your buck to focus on one thing at a time and get really awesome at it and then pick another one and focus there. The second action step um, is that I would really encourage you to find some resources that will help you. Now, I know I mentioned we've got a whole page of freebies at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash free. We've got those um, journaling prompts. We've got a conflict resolution checklist. Um, a Bible and prayer challenge to build up that daily habit of spending time with God. Lots of great resources there. But you can also, of course, go to, uh, you know, go to Focus on the Family and check out the books they recommend. Head to um, the Gospel Coalition and they do a ton of book reviews over there. Find some other podcasts that are helpful in the area you want to grow in. Um, Don't stop here. I guess is where I'm going with that. Grab some resources, continue to press in um, to what it looks like to build your home. And then the third piece is that I would really encourage you to spend more time. I don't care how much you're doing it right now. I'm still going to say more, more time reading God's word. Now we're going to have two um, little mini podcast episodes this week. If you're in our Patreon community, over at the Faith Fiverr Club. We have a private podcast there with little five-minute um, quick quick little bites <laughs> like to go a little bit deeper into what we talk about on this podcast. And we're going to have two this week, diving deep and looking at a devotional on um, a, a chapter, not a chapter, a section from Titus chapter two, a section from Ephesians five. Those are really powerful passages that I am personally working on memorizing and studying through. Um, to go deeper into this topic of being a wise woman building up my home. So join us over there in the Patreon community to go deep into some of these scriptures. And whatever your summer looks like, 
spend more time in the Bible. You might spend five minutes a day right now. Awesome. Aim for 10. You might spend an hour every day right now in the Bible. Awesome. Aim for an hour and a half. (laughs) Like it will always return a good investment to spend time in God's word. We've got plenty of, um, well, we've got several, I should say, several helpful devotionals on the website. If you want to dive into a topic, you can study God's word around the issue of anger, around the issue of communication in your marriage, around um, your identity in Christ. Uh, We even have a devotional, Building a Home of Godliness and Joy. So you've got resources there, but as long as you've got a Bible, that you've got everything you need, spend time there, sit in the word, wrestle with the word, and, uh, and join me over in the Faith Fiverr Club for those little devotionals every week um, you know, to go deeper into the truth and the wisdom of scripture. So those are just a few next steps for all of us. And then next steps for the podcast, like this is the end of June. We are wrapping up our series today on Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. And during the next month, the month of July, we're going to come back to our Summertime in the Psalms series. We did that last summer, and that was really fun. Um, That last year was episodes 86 to 89, if you want to circle back to those. But each week, we will look at a different psalm and, and just pulling out some wisdom for family life from the Psalms. You can find the full series. Uh, My plan, right, I have not actually launched the website yet. I'll be honest. Uh, But by the end of the summer, (laughs) I think that the handle will be loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash Psalms. Because I want to link back to what we had last year. We're going to have four more this year. Uh, But every Tuesday, we're going to dive deep into a Psalm for our Summertime in the Psalms series. And we won't have a Friday faith follow-up during July. We'll just have that focus on the psalm each week. But we will have a fun giveaway in July because it's my birthday. And y'all, it's a big one. It's a milestone. Should I say it out loud? I'm going to say it out loud. Women never want to talk about their age. It's the big 4-0. My friends, I'm turning 40. And I will admit, I am emotionally processing that because like, I, it, I don't know, it's taking me by surprise. Math is math, like you knew it was coming and yet it hits you. But that is a great time for a fun celebration and a giveaway. So make sure to to subscribe to the show. Join us for the Summertime in the Psalms series. Make sure to get in on that giveaway because this is a big birthday and we're going to do some big stuff and it's going to be really fun. And then, of course, we have, like I already mentioned, the Patreon community. We will continue on with our Faith Fiber Club uh, private podcast and those quick little bite-sized episodes to continue the encouragement, to continue going deeper. Um, And then we also have some written devotionals um, throughout the month for the Patreon community. Lots of good stuff there. Again, it is all over at loveyourpeoplewell.com. But let me close us out with a word of prayer, my friends. Lord, I pray for every woman listening right now. I pray that you will make us wise women. I pray that you will build up our homes. Lord, give us positive attitudes. Help us to be intentional. Help us, Lord, to speak well and do well and focus on our people and apologize and problem solve and help us to do the things 
of family life with wisdom and with grace. And help us, Lord, not to rely on our own strength and our own efforts, but to rely on you and your power and your presence. And I pray for our families, Lord, that they will be filled with your spirit, that we will enjoy every minute of family life. Lord, I pray you will help each of us to build healthy and happy and holy family relationships that we can enjoy together and that honor you and bring you glory. And I pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, I have loved this series with you and I would love your feedback. You can leave a review right here on the podcast. Um, That is awesome. It sends me an email. I will read it. I will be encouraged. I will love every second of it. Um, Or you can just shoot me an email yourself if you prefer it that way. Um, But I would love to hear your feedback or if there are other topics you really want me to dive deeper into in the fall. But this has gotten a bit lengthy. And so we're going to wrap things up. Um, Please know I'm praying for you. And we will be back over the summer with the Summertime in the Psalm series. So I will talk to you next week. Hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.